Welcome back to the Low Bottom High Rise podcast. You guys, you get me solo today, solo episode. And we're going to talk about something that I don't talk about often, specifically, especially on the podcast, and that's coaching. Um, you know, I don't know why I'm nervous, but I am. I don't, I don't, I don't know why. I'm just nervous. It's 7.46 a.m. I'm sitting here snuggled up with my coffee. I got up this morning and I was thinking about this. I was thinking, you know, I woke up, I looked at my goals, I read my vision, I journaled my wins, I pressed play on a 30-minute workout, and um, I time-blocked my morning before I went to bed last night so I would get all that done. And so I could be here cutting this podcast before I spend some time with my son and get him to baseball camp. And I was thinking, that was so not me pre-coaching. Like, I was a hot freaking mess. And you guys have probably heard my story into coaching. I'm not going to go into the whole story behind coaching. Um, I'm going to kind of dig in today to all the, you know, all the elephants in the room, like all the self-limiting beliefs, all the things that people think um, about network marketing and how I've seen it just radically, radically different. Um, I saw a post yesterday from my friend, Bob Heilig, And it said something like, um, telling your friend about the new sweater that you purchased that you love. And then it said, telling your friend about your network marketing business. How are those things different? And we think they're so radically different, right? But like we talked to our girlfriend about, I always use the example of a restaurant. Like we just went to a new restaurant the other night and I think I've told 20 people about it because I always have had a heart to just pass on information that's like super exciting and, and has changed my life, right? It's 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 just my nature. I was a Pilates instructor, a private Pilates instructor for over 15 years. And I felt like it was such a perfect situation because like I would teach someone, they would share something with me, it would change my life. The next person would come in, I would share it with them. And I was just a conduit of information, right? I was able to impact so many lives by passing on helpful information or just things that changed, you know, things that I would learn because I've also always been just like obsessive about knowledge and learning and growth. And so I would learn something and it would change my life and I would tell everybody about it, right? Coaching was no different. You guys, and again, we're not going to get into the whole story, but I struggled for years, right? I struggled with my mindset. I didn't really know I struggled with my mindset back then, but I certainly did. So mindset, the mindset transformation, what happened with my thinking and my perception of the world and people radically, like did a 180. You couldn't have, it couldn't have been more of a straight 180 for me when I came into coaching. But also I had struggled with nutrition and food and body image and disordered eating for so many years, even though I was in the wellness world. And this changed everything for me, right? So I didn't make a decision to, I think God knew me better. (laughs) I could never have thought to myself like, oh, I want to build a business off this thing called Beachbody Coaching and I'm going to go try to sell it. Never would I have gone like, I wouldn't have gone... 10 foot pole, right? Like never, ever, ever 10 foot pole. Who are we kidding? A thousand foot pole. I used to say, and I still stand by this today, that I, if I go to your makeup party and your makeup that you're trying to sell changes my life and I love it, I'm going to tell everybody about it. Absolutely. Because again, I want to pass that on, but I am never going to sell 
the makeup. I'm never going to sell the jewelry. I'm never going to sell the oils. And there is nothing against that, right? Those are definitely things that can help people in life, but I will never be that girl. And I stand by that today. I'm still never going to be that girl. So when I came into coaching and this community and the emphasis on personal growth and mindset, these 30-minute workouts got me in better shape than spending an hour and a half in the gym six days a week my whole entire life did for me, right? They completely changed my body. I was working out in less time and getting way better results. Nutrition that finally set me free and taught me how to eat everything in moderation. What a novel concept, right? Completely changed. I mean, when you change, when you heal someone from disordered eating, like your whole entire life changes, your relationship changes, everything, relationships change, I should say. Everything changes, right? So I had this deep, deep soul desire to just be like, oh my God, you got to do this thing with me. You got to do this thing with me. It's freaking going to blow your mind. And, you know, people trusted me in that because I had always been telling people about things that changed their life. But I had this huge, huge, huge fear of my reputation being tarnished. I was thinking about that as I was getting ready this morning. I got to tell you a funny thing about that. Um, I was so scared about my reputation, what people were going to think of me, you know, being that cheesy girl on social media trying to pitch my products. And so when I finally, literally after like almost a year and a half, gave in to what I always say was the whisper in my soul that it was just calling me and calling me and calling me and being like, this completely changed your life. You cannot be a good person and not do this work in the world and change other people's lives and give them the tools, right? When I finally listened to that, like my whole entire world opened up. And what I was thinking about this morning as I was getting ready was this fear of my reputation being tarnished. And I'm sure there's people out there that talk smack, but like, listen, never take advice from people doing less than you. I'm going to say it again. Never take advice or listen to people's opinions that are doing less than you, right? You only want to listen to the people that are doing more, the people that are where you want to go. And I'm sure their opinion is radically different. So the funny thing about my reputation, you know, I've been in amazing conversations and relationships with people like um, I'm getting ready to speak um, back to back on stage with Brendan Bouchard and you know, all of these big names, Trent Shelton, Jesse Itzler, Carissa Kuchis, um, you know, Tony Robbins. We've been out in California with Laird Hamilton and Gabby Reese. And I'm thinking about like all these incredibly well-respected humans in the world that I get to kind of have alongside me in my life now. And I was worried about my reputation. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, though, what got me over that. I remember clear as day sitting, and I will tell you this little backstory that I've shared a lot. I well, Let me go back a little bit further. So I was what I like to call closet beach body coaching. I was, I had told just like my best, best, best friends, like my two best friends. And I was like, you have to do this thing with me. It's going to change your life. And I went to check out, and this is God, universe, whatever you, whatever you want to call it. Um, I went to check my son out early for a dentist appointment. And so I was in the school office. 
you know, a school of 600 kids. And one of those best friends just randomly happened to be checking her children out to go on vacation that exact same time. And, um, she was like doing this thing with me, what we do with, you know, our clients. And I ran into her in the office and she started to cry like tears of joy and, um, change. And I remember her saying, I remember her being like, Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I'm crying. This is so ridiculous. And she's like, but my, but everything's changed. She said, you know, my relationship with my husband is totally different. And I remember specifically, she said, I have never, ever, ever, ever packed for a trip and just thrown stuff in a suitcase, not obsessing and caring so much about my body. Like I feel good. I feel confident. I feel She's like, I've just never felt this way. And she's crying. And so I left. And when I got home that day, I sat down in my office and I sat there kind of just silently staring like into space. And I was like, Moira, that is the change that you've been trying to make in people's lives for the last 15, 20 years. Like that was the thing that I had been seeking through Pilates, through wellness, through a juice business, impact, like real change. And I was closet coaching and I was doing the work that I always wanted to do in the world. And I knew because of my experience, because of the experience with my two best friends, that I could do that on a much deeper, broader, bigger level if I just got over the fear of what people thought. And I remember sitting there thinking, okay, like I'm the girl that would shake you if you were not going to take this giant leap of faith towards your calling because you were scared of what other people thought. And like, that's my message, right? Like that's something I stand for, yet I was stuck. I was the girl that wasn't willing to take the leap. And I just remember sitting there and I saw a fork in the road and I was like, listen, you can go back to your old life, one of monotony and looking at the clock all day, trying to get through the days, just feeling like I I was doing everything in my power just to keep my head above water and survive and get my kids fed and to bed and to do all the things that we do as working moms. I can go back to that life where I'm kind of surrounded by small-minded people talking smack about other people, right? That's just the world we live in, unfortunately. Not bad people, but just that's, you know, the world I was living in. Or I could take a huge leap of faith and jump because I don't I don't just tiptoe in, right? If I'm going to do something, I'm going all in. Or I could jump and dive into this thing, this community of women whose souls were set on fire, who were changing the world, who had just this insane passion for growth and impact and creating legacy and chasing their dreams and traveling together and doing all this stuff. Like, what was wrong with me? Fear, right? And so the thing that I really grabbed onto was... If I was one of these massively successful coaches, if I had created all the success and created all the impact and changed thousands of women's lives, would I care what the girl down the street thought of what I was doing? No. And the other thing that I thought is every woman that has changed the world, 
Like every woman in the history of our time probably had that same thought. I was not Betty Ford coming out of the closet with my alcoholism. I was not, you know, these incredible women that have changed history and left a legacy, but I wanted to be. And I had to remember that they faced the same thing and I wanted to be one of them, right? I know it sounds silly, but I had to put myself in those people's shoes that I admired beyond comprehension. And so I took the leap. I took the leap. And here's the thing, guys. That's what builds your self-confidence. That's what builds your self-concept. When you walk through the fear and you keep doing that day after day after day after day. And so I knew because I was like, I don't want to be that salesy girl on social media that I just wasn't going to do it that way, that I was going to lead truly with heart and passion and service. And I think, and now I know after seven years, when you lead passionately with a heart to serve others and your intention is to change lives, that success comes, yes, but it never comes off in that cheesy, gross way, right? When we're trying to, you know, get points or create sales or earn commissions, yeah, it's going to come off that way. So that was always secondary. I just had faith that that would come if I just lived a life of service. And there was a book that I read in the beginning called The Go-Giver by Bob Berg. And one of the principles is he said, you have to give more in value every day than you ever receive in payment. And I remember reading that and I had lived in this world of like, I'm only going to give you this much if you give me this much. Kind of that, you know, keeping score system of like, you know, what a lot of people in my industry do, like, you know, I keep doing all this and I'm not making enough money. I'm like, well, you have to play the long game, first of all. And you have to just like, are you changing lives? Like, think about the impact. Think about the lives that you change. Think about the families that have changed. Think about the women that you have set free. When you stay focused on that, the success will come right? You have to live from a place of service. And that's the most beautiful place you could ever live from. So no, you don't have to be some cheesy salesperson. Here was some other things that I thought, but I'm not perfect. I know that sounds like so cliche and so silly, but I thought to be a successful coach, I had to be over all my issues. I was still overeating on the weekends. Guess what guys? I still do. Seven years later, top coach in the company. I am not perfect. I just have a set of tools that allows me to get kind of back to square one, back, I hate to say back on the wagon, but back on the wagon quicker these days, right? Successful people, they don't do things perfectly. They do them messy, but they're leading from the front authentically, right? So you don't have to be at your goal weight. The most successful coaches on my team, (laughs) ironically, are so often the messiest, right? Meaning they're so damn inspirational because they share when they're falling down. They share, you know, the mistakes. They share, I don't even want to call them mistakes. They share their humanness and they normalize that and they show you the solutions for getting back on track. There is nothing about coaching that says you have to be a certain body size, right? We have plus size coaches crushing it. 
this isn't about that. It's not about a certain body. It's not about a certain age. It's not about a certain muscle tone for God's sakes, right? It's not about any of that. And so that was a limiting belief I really, really, really had to break down. I think the other, I had all of them. I have a, I have a million of them I want to chat through. But I also believed I didn't have enough time because here I was in my life. I, I had a different company back then. So I owned a company. I was working between 50 and 60 hours a week. I had two toddlers at home and a husband. The only thing I was looking for in my life was to take something off my plate. And this is this is a general theme in my life. I don't know about other successful people, but certainly in my life. Every single massively successful thing I've done made no sense intellectually. No sense intellectually. Like in my brain, I'm like, this is the stupidest move you could make, Moira. <laughs> you don't have the time. Your reputation's going to be tarnished. There's no guarantee. All the things, right? But I certainly didn't have the time. I mean, I was crumbling. My plane was going down in flames at the point in my life when I stepped into this. If you're looking for some more in-depth training on mindset practices and how to create your vision, how to reverse engineer your goals, how to craft your morning process, all of the things that I'm super passionate about, you guys, the Rise Up course is where it's at. It is literally my lifetime, my mind in a course, every single tip, strategy, and hack that you could possibly ask me about is in this course. So jump into the show notes right below and you'll see the the link for the Rise Up course and my Rise Up planner, and you guys can rise up with us. I needed space. I needed time. I needed to take care of me. And I didn't know that that's what coaching was going to be all about, right? But it was. And when you're doing work that sets your soul on fire, you find the time. And I'm not talking about two, three, four, six hours a day. I'm talking about you know, getting on a team call and hearing this insane speaker and being inspired and like changing my life instead of watching The Real Housewives. Because God knows. I mean, think about this, guys. The other day, my daughter was looking at Netflix and she said something about um, episode 18. And I was like, that means you that means 18 hours have been spent watching just that one show. You guys, we all do it every single day. What could you do with your life if you spent 18 hours a week building a legacy, building a business, working towards your personal growth? We all have the time. So that is not excuse an excuse. And the other thing I will say is it is pretty black and white that the most successful coaches on my team also have the least amount of time. Because they're the people that can just get it done, right? The less time you have, I remember, um, you know, I always try to wrap up my workday at like 2.30 because now, years in, I, I'm a full-time coach, but I certainly wasn't in the beginning. I was just sliding it into the pockets of time. But I always end my day at 2.30 to go get my kids and be present as a mom and just, you know, I'm really good at time blocking like that. And um, I was talking to one of my coaches who was single and didn't have a job and, you know, had all the time, had 24 hours a day to devote to coaching. I remember her saying like, you're so lucky because like, I've got to get it done, right? I got more done coaching wise when I had less time because I didn't have any time to waste. 
I got really clear on IPA, income producing activities, right? If I have two hours to work, then I'm literally going to get done what I would normally get done in six. I would get it done in two because I'm focused. So time, it just, it's, it's not something that should ever hold you back. The other thing I thought is, I don't know anybody, <laughs> which is kind of funny because now I know that I know so many people. But guys, I didn't have Instagram when I started. I had 300 friends on Facebook that I hadn't talked to ever really, right? This is a teachable method. And in the most beautiful way, I have reconnected with people from high school, from grade school, from my hometown. I have had the opportunity to reconnect and rebuild and rekindle relationships. Oh, it's so amazing. And we get to be on this growth journey together. We get to change our lives together. I mean, it's insane to like look back and be like, you know, the superficiality of high school. And now I'm like in relationship with some of those people and we're supporting each other through really hard life stuff because we're in this together. You know, cancer diagnoses, um, really hard children stuff that I can't even go into, but gosh knows people struggle with their children, right? And we get to be in a community where we help people. And then I'm going to say this last one. Well, first of all, I do want to touch on just social media. I I was, I knew nothing. I knew nothing. Like I said, I didn't have Instagram. Uh, the only thing I'd ever posted really on Facebook was like pictures of my kids. And I'm the most horrible, like when it comes to tech or anything like that, like my team always makes fun of me. They're always like, you too can be the top coach in the company and know nothing about this. Still, still, I don't know. Right. But I figure it out. Like you, everything, there's always somebody that can help, right? So you don't need to know any of that stuff. But here's the biggest one. It's a pyramid scheme. Oh my God, it's a pyramid scheme. I am not going to ever be part of one of those pyramid schemes. And I, again, I stand by that wholeheartedly do I stand by that because that is, it couldn't be further from the truth right? Every once in a while, somebody will ask me, they're like, how many people do you have under you? And I'm like, I don't, I don't even like, I can't even wrap my head around that, that question because I've never thought about my business that way. Like I wake up every day and I pour into my client group and do everything in my power to change their lives. I mentor women. I teach them how to build businesses that in turn, change women's lives. I work with the working. I work with the willing. I show up all day long and just try to help people. I have no clue how many people are quote unquote, you know, under me. I, I honestly have no clue, no idea because that has no bearing on what I wake up and do every day. Here's the other thing, specifically in Beachbody, you don't, I mean, it really is, is such a funny thing. It's and and I don't. I'm not saying this in a really negative. I'm, I'm calling myself out on this because I too thought the same thing, and I was just completely uneducated on what network marketing is. The person at the top does not make the most money, right? There's no in Beachbody. That's not the way it works. You your income is a direct reflection of the lives that you change, right? Somebody signed up, um, the first person I signed up in my business, right? They're, they're at the tippy top of my organization. 
They don't make a dollar because they don't do anything. <laughs> they, don't, they don't do the work. There's dozens and dozens of people like that in my organization. You have to do the work. And I'm sure other network marketing companies are set up a little bit differently, but not ours. And thank God for that, right? My, my coach that I, my mentor that's quote unquote above me, doesn't just like, money doesn't just rain down on her because the number one coach, me, is under her. Like that's just not how it works. It's just not how it works. So there is no part of this that's a quote unquote pyramid. But I also do want to relate this to like just business because I'm a businesswoman. If you look at just any business structure, you know, CEO, CFO, COO, um, sales manager, sales team, um, you know, office staff, those types of things. Doesn't the CEO usually make the most income? And the reason that is, is because they're really freaking good at what they do. They're really good and they work really hard and they know how to lead people. They know how to influence. They know how to change lives, right? If you are, and again, I use the example of like, you know, I have lots of friends in like pharmaceutical sales and they kind of work their way up the ladder and their territory gets bigger and bigger and bigger because they succeed in managing people and doing that exceptionally well, right? So the more people that they can help to be successful at their work, the higher up they get promoted, right? It's the same exact thing. So this whole pyramid scheme thing is crazy. It's crazy. Um, so those are the big things I wanted to speak to today. Those are all the elephants in the room, right? Um, what else are we going to dig into today as we wrap up? Well, I will say this. So I have, you know, a, a big brand. I have a planner. I have a rise up course. I have, um, you know, this podcast and all of these kind of things. And again, coming from a place of like, God, lead me what's next, you know, show me what to do. The planner was created. I, I, I mean, I don't even know if I make money off of it, guys, because that's never been the intention. I just knew I had to put the system that I teach my team and the system that has, you know, helped so many people on my team succeed, which is, a, you know, mindset, time management, how to do all these things, vision, contrast, clarity, morning process, like all of that. I just knew I needed to put it in something that would serve the masses and not just my team. Like I felt guilty that this was only being taught to my team. So I was like, I should make a planner and just have this available for everybody, right? So so there's that. And then people like wanted more of that. They wanted, a, you know, more of a process where I could guide them. So I created the Rise Up course. That was something I never really wanted to do. It was just something that I felt I needed to do to help people. But back to coaching. So on my social media platforms and things like that, I don't talk a ton about it because it's just, it, it is what I devote the most time to. The thing that I devote the most time to in all my business stuff is mentoring women because it's what I'm called to do in this life. I know it's my gift and there is no greater reward than seeing, I mean, I'm smiling like ear to ear. There's no greater reward than seeing someone's life change inside and out. 
seeing someone's personality completely be reshaped through the work that we do, right? So I have hustled. I know there's such a um, negative connotation to that word these days, but I have hustled. I have sacrificed. I have worked harder than I've ever worked in my life in the last seven years to, to be where I am and to have the success that I have. But I'm also at a season in my life where I'm like, I can't keep doing this, right? I'm, I want life to be more balanced. I have come to this place in my life so I can be really present with my children and, and just have a different work-life balance, right? For me, there's not even, it's not even work-life balance because it's all intertwined in a beautiful way. But I am taking, I'm opening up, which I haven't done in a couple months, a coach mentorship, which I've never done before for six months. I'm going to do a six-month mentorship. So I'm going to take probably maybe 25 women and work with them. And you're never not working with me. I mean, I work with the coaches closely that you know came in a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, seven years ago, still all the time, every day. Um, but this is a specific deep dive, six months of taking people under my wing and giving them everything I have to offer so I can see their lives radically change in six months. And so this mentorship that I'm opening up, I'm the way, the reason I want you to know this so emphatically is I'm not going to do this again until January. I've never done this before. I've never done anything like this, but instead of bringing new people in and new people in and new people in every month, I'm just doing this in July. Maybe it'll trickle into the beginning of August simply because I'm out of town two different weeks in this month. But this is the opportunity of a lifetime if you have ever thought about coaching. Because like I said, I'm not going to do this again until January. And we're going to see how it goes. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's not. But we're going to see how this goes with me just doing this two times a year. Two times a year. That's it. Right? Because I thrive. Like what lights me up and what makes me happy is building like intimate relationships with the women that I'm mentoring and talking to them and doing life with them every single day. I would much rather get super close with 25 women than, you know, work with 25 new women every month. That's too much at this point. I'm like, can't do it. It's crazy. It's too much. And they really don't get what I want them to get. So that's where I'm at with this coaching thing. So you're going to hear more about it this month and you're going to hear me talking about it more. But what I want you to know is this. This is kind of what I've done a lot of times in my life when I moved across the country, when I started a new business, when I've, you know, just done different things. I'm always like, what's the worst thing that can happen? What's the worst thing that can happen? And truly with coaching, the worst thing that happens is your life changes and you meet like the most amazing crew of women that will be friends of yours, like the most rich, dynamic, authentic, deep relationships that you've ever had in your life. Because this calls certain people to it. My team calls certain people in, right? My mom always says water seeks its own level. So the women in this community 
it's funny. A lot of times, a lot of times I hear women say like in a room when we're like all together, I was never friends with women. And I'm like, that. I think we can all say that because we're the type of people that are like, can't deal with drama, right? We're not doing that. And so when you get women like that together, like it's just, it feels like you're living all of a sudden in a completely different universe that you didn't know existed, but you never want to leave it. You never want to leave it. I had a coach of mine tell me that one day we were um, on a retreat together and we were like on a, in a little like bus for lack of a better word, like going to a location and she was sitting next to me and she was just kind of speechless. And I was like, what's going on? And she was just, you know, taking it all in and experiencing this team. And she said, Moira, it's just that like, once you experience this, like, you can never leave like you, you, in a, in the most beautiful way, like you just, you can't ever see life the same again, you know? And it's so true. It's so true. And, and here's, here's what else I'm going to say, because this is important. And I want to say this kind of both ends of the spectrum. This is not for everybody, right? It's not for everybody. Can everybody do it if they work hard and have a teachable attitude and want to put in the work? Yeah. I absolutely believe success can be found no matter your background, no matter, you know, your body shape or size. We talked about that. No matter your time limits, no matter any of that, right? Anybody can find success here if they do the work. And a lot of times I say, but it's for people that are willing to do life differently. It's for people that are willing to passionately work towards their dreams. It's for people, and I want to say that are ready, but the irony is I wasn't ready when I stepped into this, right? If you had told me, like, you got to be ready to do all the work and to hustle and to do this, I would have been like, nope, I just need a break in my life. I'm just looking for a life raft. I'm just looking for fun. I'm just looking for community. I would have said no, right? So success, like massive success, you got to, you got to be ready. You got to be ready to take that leap. You got to be ready to go all in. But also you can come into this, be open-minded, be teachable and see where it leads you, right? Just like I said earlier, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? You might change somebody's life, right? Your family dynamic might change. This may seep into your family's bones like it has mine. And you're going to see different things happen. I can tell you my children would never, ever be who they are and have what they have in their mindset and their hearts and their personalities if it wasn't for me being a coach and the work that we do just seeping into their minds and hearts every single day. So, that's a wrap. Message me if you want to know more. I'm happy to send you the information. Um, and ask me questions, guys. Don't ever hesitate to DM me or shoot me an email or anything. I am an open book when it comes to this. Like I said, I had all the hesitation, so I totally get it. But I am so freaking excited to see who comes into this and to see the friendships that are going to grow out of it. 
Thanks for joining me today, guys. Thanks for listening. We've got some insane guest speakers coming up. We're booked out like 12 weeks right now. Um, so stay tuned. You know, these speakers and the topics that we're discussing and, and digging into, they have the power to change your life 100%. So thanks for listening. Follow us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and um, shoot me a message if you've got somebody that you're like, I would love to hear them on the podcast or, or can you reach out to this person and get them? I would love to hear that from you. Thanks so much, guys. 